0: So a lot of times I speak about people that are just copying the successful projects. And right now, two of the most successful projects that seem very similar happens to be V-Friends and Pudgy Penguins. But I want to tell you today that you should not copy them and I'm going to tell you why. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Before I start, I want to ask you, are you listening on Apple Podcasts by any chance? If so, I would greatly appreciate it if you just leave a rating and review on that app right now because it will really help with the rankings and showing up. And the way Apple does it is it ranks every single country differently. So if someone leaves a review in Australia, it actually does not show up in the US store and vice versa. So it's really weird. I don't know why they do that, but it doesn't matter which podcast app that you're listening to. If it supports ratings, reviews, follows, all that stuff, it would greatly help out the show. So I greatly appreciate that. But getting to this now. So of course, with what's going on, V Friends with Gary Vee and what Luca is doing with the Pudgy Penguins, very similar strategies as far as building out a brand, building out the IP. They're licensing it to be used in various different ways. But I can tell you all these projects that are saying, okay, that is a playbook that we need to go after. We need to have friendly characters and toys and stories that appeals to children. And we're going to copy that because they have proven this is a successful playbook. They know what they're doing. These guys have launched businesses. So let's copy that. Sounds great, right? There's a saying that success leaves clues. So once you find the pattern, model your success after that. Well, in this case, it's a very dangerous thing. Both of these successful entrepreneurs... Gary V and Luca started with an existing community. And you might be thinking, well, no, that is not true. But trust me, hear me out. So Gary V's original community were the people that were following him for his content creation from all over the place. Then he became a collector, sports cards and such, and those people started to follow him for that. So he came into creating V Friends with a whole bunch of following. Millions of fans had content all over the place. And a lot of those OG V-Friends holders, they didn't even understand Web3 NFTs or anything of that nature. They just knew and trusted that whatever it was that Gary was getting involved in, they should get involved in it too. So, that was how it initially launched. If you remember the original V-Friends, they were not anything to look at gary drew up these things sketched them and they were awful i know i spoke to a lot of artists that were thinking they can't figure out why people are buying this stuff from gary V. like who is he anyways he is not an artist this looks terrible and so forth and so forth i can go on and on and on about all the criticisms and all the things that people were saying about it not fully understanding that he knew how to run businesses how to foster communities how to gain interest get brand partnerships and so forth so when it came to v friends doing all this we know he spoke about his 40 year roadmap and he wants to ride off into the sunset making this ip just like sesame street having an impact on the next generation and so forth yes we've heard him speak about that time and time again if you haven't i just highly recommend you hop over on youtube and just type in v friends gary v's plan 40 year plan whatever it might be and you'll see all sorts of videos of this him explaining that this is his goal this is his legacy that he wants to leave behind but as far as what luca did now when he came in to the whole Pudgy Penguins ecosystem. This was basically a rug pull project. He bought it, he took it over with some partners and the original founders, they did not start with anything that they had. Except for the actual contract And the community that was already there These people minted into this thing During the hype of everything During this time all the animals were coming out The lazy lions, the pudgy penguins and so forth And that was just that season It was animal season on the Ethereum blockchain PFPs and this was one of them And the original founders Had no idea what to do with it Had no real plans They just collected the money from that original mint They airdropped different things and so forth And it was just very disorganized No real business plan however Luca and his partners came in they bought this thing and turned it around so though he wasn't starting off the same way with a community like Gary V did here we have an entrepreneur that comes into this thing that already has a passionate fan base a bunch of community members that were there very disappointed with the current members however they believed in the project and they were friends with each other and it was a cool network and they were doing all sorts of things again if you have never heard this just look up Luca On YouTube and he's speaking about how he took over the Pudgy Penguins. He made that offer and he came up with the funds with partners and it's basically within a matter of hours basically from, I wonder if we could buy this thing to wiring the money. It was very quick, right? So, here we go. Entrepreneur, here's a community putting it together with this vision, the art and everything is ready there. So people look at that and say, well, they're very similar in the sense that they're cute, they have toys, they have licensing. So that's what we need to do now because Obviously, Luca turned the thing around, floor prices for the Pudgies took off, little Pudgies are valuable too as well, and it was really one of the greatest comeback stories within Web3 and sparked a whole bunch of copycats. Well, if they did it, that was a rug pull, why can't we do it? Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you that not every single one of these things revive and come back just like this has. For example, look at the Fame Lady Squad, one of the best origin stories in all of Web3, that started off as an original rug pull taken over by the community members. And then, of course, passionate, vibrant community. They all rallied behind them and the price never took off. So just because there's a community doesn't necessarily mean that everything is going to fall together. But going back to this whole thing right here, we have the Pudgies. We have the V friends, We have the community. We have the art. We have the IP. Very similar things. People are trying to copy that. But a reason why this is very difficult is primarily most of the people that I see that are trying to do this are going after children. They're talking about toys and children are by far the hardest group to market to. You might be thinking, well, no, children are hard to market to. They're very easy to brainwash, if you will, right? That's why marketers are always getting in trouble with the FTC and various agencies because they're marketing to kids. Well, here's the thing. Marketing to kids is very hard for a couple of reasons. Number one, kids do not have money. Right? They have to get their purchasing access and power through their parents. So essentially, the parents have to be so convinced that this is something that's worthwhile that they're going to go out and make the purchase for their kids in most cases. So a lot of the times when people are trying to do these kid-centric NFT projects and so forth, it is an uphill battle for a bunch of reasons. Number one, you're going to have to educate people exactly what's going on here in Web 3. Number two, you're then going to have to convince people to make a purchase And then number three, in the case of kids, you're going to have to get the parents on board. That is a tough ask. So thinking that marketing to kids and having their project, those cute little whatever going to children is a great idea is actually not as easy as it may sound. These guys are exceptions to the rules, but believe it or not, their target demographics is probably not as young as people like to think it is. I know for a fact that Pudgy Penguins, their target demographics is about teenage years and those people have a lot more access to funds and the internet and so forth. So although these are funny, kid-centric toys and what have you going to be in toy stores it is really not marketed and geared directly towards children because of all those other reasons that i said now with v friends i think their partnership with toys of rust and saying that they want to be the sesame street of tomorrow and so forth does have a little bit more focus on children but guess what as i open up this thing by saying gary v started with an existing audience so i think the reason why he can go that route is because he's not directing his marketing towards kids. He's actually directing his marketing towards his current followers and the people that resonate with the message that he's trying to spread. And those people are then going to go around, buy them for their nieces, their nephews, their kids, their neighbors, and so forth, donate them to schools, and they're the ones who are making the purchase. So Gary has a large, large fan base, a huge following of people that are used to him selling to them, used to spending money with him, whether it be his books or his NFTs now, or whatever. And so they are expecting to then spend money with him. And in this case, him having this for the kids is probably the exception to the rule. I don't know their exact target, their demographics, how they're marketing this stuff. I haven't found any content where Gary actually shares that, but I think he's holding that probably very close to his chest. But I would like to think the reason why he can really target children is because indirectly he's doing it through his existing audience and the people that are interested in his message he came out with a book called 12 and a half which is a great book by the way broke all sorts of uh book sales records by tying in web3 elements and 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 so forth with it but the messaging of that book is basically the messaging which is in the friends believe it or not all those different things that people want to learn, the qualities that he would like to pass on and instill into society and people, he put it into v Friends, and 12 and a half is much along that same line. So all those people that purchase 12 and a half are essentially the target audience for the people that would be interested in vFriends. So if you want to have that 12 and a half style impact on people, why not share it and spread it through VFriends? And that is a much easier marketing tactic than trying to market the children. Again, going back to the whole thing is very hard speaking to a group of people that have no money, they have to work through their parents, but then also all of the different obstacles that you're going to have to go through regulatory bodies and apps, uh, not targeting children and so forth. It could be a complete nightmare. So Yes, success leaves clues and you want to replicate various businesses and business leaders that have found that desired success that you would like to have in your business. However, a lot of people that are trying to replicate V friends and pudgy penguins, I think are going to be in for a rude awakening because they are very unique cases. Yes, there are certain elements within it that we should pay attention to, such as how they built that community, how they're crafting their message. But going out and blindly copying and saying, hey, we need to launch toys that look cute or whatever it is that you see them doing on the surface without really peeling back the layers of the onion and understanding the why, in my opinion, is setting people up for disaster. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter or using the contact information in the show notes or when you're leaving the review for the podcast. But either way, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.